One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long form reporting from around the world. I'm Caroline Palmer from the Comment and Analysis Desk. Uber has lurched from one management crisis to another this year and now it faces an even greater challenge. During the ride-sharing group's years of breakneck growth, its drivers have been left behind, says Leslie Hook. Many have moved to rival companies and now Uber executives admit they face a serious staffing problem. In the airport waiting lot in San Francisco, there's one topic that always sets Uber drivers' tongues wagging. Where are the best spots to spend the night sleeping in the car? There's a McDonald's just down the street that has a spacious parking lot, and drivers say they can stay there overnight unbothered. For those doing bar runs, there's a Safeway in the Castro district with room to park, although security guards there recently started cracking down on drivers sleeping in their vehicles. The parking lot of Planet Fitness, a gym, is also a popular spot because drivers can easily take a shower in the morning. It sucks. Uber made us do this, grumbles one driver who lives in Central California and commutes 100 miles to work in San Francisco, often staying overnight in his car so that he can work as much as possible. The driver, Edward, moved to the U.S. 10 years ago from Iraq, where he worked as a translator for the U.S. Army. He and some other Iraqi drivers share a pizza in the airport lot, waiting for their next ride. Ever since it was founded in 2009, Uber has had a single-minded focus on one thing, the passenger. As the company grew to more than 70 countries and earned a valuation close to $70 billion, passengers' rides got better, faster, and cheaper, with usage soaring as a result. But during Uber's years of breakneck growth, the drivers were left behind. Lawsuit piled upon lawsuit, alleging that drivers were misclassified or that their pay was not calculated correctly. Meanwhile, lots of drivers voted with their feet. Nearly half of Uber drivers in the U.S. quit in less than a year, according to company statistics collected in 2013 to 2015. More and more have started driving for rival Lyft, which has been gaining market share in the U.S., partly thanks to its pro-driver reputation. Even Uber executives have started to admit there is a problem. Aaron Schildkraut, head of driver product at Uber, said, These drivers are our most important partners. But historically, we haven't done the best job of honoring that partnership. This summer, the company launched a campaign to try and repair the frayed relationship. Over the past eight months, Uber has been engulfed in a corporate drama that is unlike anything Silicon Valley has ever seen. Its former chief executive, Travis Kalanick, was ousted by investors in June, leaving the company leaderless until Dara Khosrowshahi was appointed in August. He has quickly had to put out one fire after another, including a decision by London's Transport Authority to revoke Uber's license in its most important European market and the departure of its head of Northern Europe. This week, Uber's board unanimously approved sweeping governance changes that will reduce Mr. Kalanick's influence and lay the groundwork for a major investment deal led by SoftBank. That deal would strip super-voting shareholders of their extra-voting rights, a highly unusual move, and help cement Mr. Khosrowshahi's leadership. Equally radical changes are underway inside the company, where revelations about harassment and the departure of many top executives have led to soul-searching and low morale. It is against this chaotic backdrop that the company is trying to turn over a new leaf with its drivers. In a broad sense, drivers are the biggest costs for every Uber fare. 
In the second quarter of this year, Uber's global fares hit $8.7 billion, and about $7 billion of that went to drivers. The company's losses narrowed to $645 million in the quarter. Uber has more than 2 million drivers around the world, and its flexible, work-when-you-want platform is seen by some as pioneering a new model for the future of employment. The company does have some converts among its drivers. Victor Liuzzi, a former cab driver, says he likes driving for Uber because he can make twice as much as he did in a taxi. Now I work on my own schedule. There's freedom. There is more money, he says as he takes a break to clean his windshield, recalling the days when he used to get up at 3 a.m. to fetch his taxi cab. One benefit of the system is that pretty much anyone can sign up to work, as long as they can drive and pass the background check, making Uber an employer of last resort for many. But the system's costs have been much less well understood, particularly by drivers. As independent contractors, drivers are responsible for keeping track of expenses, filing taxes, and all the paperwork of running a small business. Many of them say they have not filed tax returns for their Uber earnings, and most do not keep track of their net income. Ronnie Fernandez, who has been driving for Uber since 2015, was recently hit with a $5,000 tax bill from his previous Uber earnings that he could ill afford as he works to support four college-age children. Mr. Fernandez, who is looking for another job, says low pay is the driver's biggest problem. If you compare all your costs, the gas you buy, the maintenance, the oil changes, you are not making money, he says. Because Uber drivers are not employees, they are not entitled to San Francisco's minimum wage of $14 an hour, and most say that after costs, they are making less than that. Harry Campbell, who drives for Uber and Lyft and runs a consulting service, The Rideshare Guy, says, The average driver doesn't have a great sense of what their costs are. The drivers that struggle most with the system are usually those who are in a precarious situation to begin with and have the fewest opportunities to find other work. Uber has tried to make it as easy as possible for anyone to start driving. The company even offers debit cards to help drivers fill up their tanks. Recently, I haven't had the extra money for my gas, explains Anthony, who lives in San Jose. He relies on the Uber Gas debit card, which allows him to spend up to $200 on petrol and deducts it from his earnings. That gets expensive because you don't think about how much you are using, he explains. The next thing you know, they are snatching $200 out of there and you are like, what? So it becomes a disappointing thing. Anthony often drives around Silicon Valley, picking up tech workers from Google and Facebook who choose to take an Uber home after work, or doing late-night restaurant runs for Uber Eats. But a few weeks ago, he had to stop driving because his car registration expired, and he did not have the $350 needed to update it. He got a job painting churches in the meantime. I kind of miss my Uber driving, he says. On top of concerns over pay, many drivers express a wider frustration in the past, it always felt like I was just a number on a spreadsheet to Uber, says Mr. Campbell. It felt like a very transactional relationship. Uber has been trying to fix some of these problems. A campaign has introduced new features such as compensating drivers for time spent waiting, adding a 24-7 helpline, and paying extra for carpool rides. Uber also added a tipping option to the app, following its rival Lyft. Senior Uber executives say that this is part of an effort to change its rider-focused mindset. The system kept getting more efficient, and we gave all the upside to the consumers. Drivers' earnings were flat. That's not right, says one former Uber executive. The changes, which have delivered a small boost to driver earnings, are in part a response to the inroads made by Lyft. According to Max Wolf, chief economist at Disruptive Technology Advisors, a boutique bank, it used to be that Uber was winning this race by having more drivers on the road. 
But as the rideshare consumer becomes more sophisticated, they become more tuned in to the quality of the experience, not the quantity of cars. This means it is important for ride-hailing companies to not only have the most drivers, but also have the best. Forces outside of Uber could bring about an even bigger change, as multiple employment lawsuits argue that Uber drivers should be classified as employees or workers, rather than independent contractors. Drivers have mixed feelings about their status. Oneida Oliveira, who has been driving for Uber on and off for a year, and previously worked as an executive assistant, says, The whole independent contractor thing is BS. Uber completely manipulates the platform. They control everything. If you cancel a ride, if you accept a ride, everything is based on ratings. And they deactivate you without warning. Several drivers say that sense of control is heightened by the way the app starts to govern their every move as it tells them where to go and who to pick up. Herb Coakley, a longtime driver who developed an app, Maestro, that helps drivers simultaneously drive for both Uber and Lyft, says, It gets to a point where the app sort of takes over your motor functions in a way. It becomes almost like a hypnotic experience, he explains. You can talk to drivers and you'll hear them say things like, I just drove a bunch of Uber pools for two hours. I probably picked up 30 to 40 people and I have no idea where I went. In that state, they are literally just listening to the sounds of the driver's apps, stopping when they said stop, picking up when they say pick up, turn when they say turn. You get into a rhythm of that and you begin to feel almost like an android, he says. Adding to the feeling of control is the way that Uber uses an ever-changing set of bonus targets that are designed to get drivers to complete just a couple more rides. Called quests, the bonus payments are at a different level for each driver, and Uber's algorithms assess what sort of financial incentive might lure each individual to work just a bit more. Full-time drivers in San Francisco say they rely on bonuses to make ends meet. Incentive payments can be worth 25 to 30 percent of their weekly earnings. But hitting the goals can be demanding, often requiring long hours in the car seven days a week. Ms. Oliveira says she is rarely able to hit the lucrative bonuses. Still, she keeps driving. Uber became my life, she sighs. You just get addicted to it. She even finds herself compulsively checking the app when she's not working. It's frustrating, but we need the job. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. 
Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. Um, 